0: On this week's episode of Saving Yourself from Heartache, Mercy and I will be looking at practical boundaries that young adults or anyone can take in their dating life.
1: Hi guys, I'm here with Rachel and today on our podcast of Saving Yourself from Heartache, we'll be looking at how to save yourself from heartache in... The aspect of a relationship and more specifically we're looking more as like dating relationships or marriage relationship more than friendship. Yep. Um, so Rach, I, can you tell us who we're going to be interviewing today and just give us an overview of what we're trying to look forward to for today's podcast
0: yeah so we will be interviewing Mr. Pronto and Mrs. Friday and we really are looking to hear from them about their personal experiences they've had in dating or their marriage and practical steps they have put in place to avoid heartache and that's really what I'm looking forward to is just hearing their insight on it and the realities of what relationships look like yeah I'm
1: personally really looking forward to hearing a perspective other than my own parents because when you hear it from your parents it seems more like oh they're telling you what to do versus like just hearing something even though I know that they do um, have my best interest in purpose it's just harder for me to hear them. I also am really looking forward to hearing it from the perspective of both a husband and a wife like not they're not together but still it's nice to hear the perspective of a guy because we i personally only hear fellow females that have gone through heartache but i know guys do too and it'll be very good for our listeners too so it's applicable to all genders
0: yeah and I think it's good to go into a relationship knowing how guys feel in certain situations and we'll be able to hear what Mr. Pronto has to say about that.
1: Yeah, and I think this little podcast will also be really good as they both have strong relationships now, but they also went through breakups with their few with their spouses right now.
0: so to begin with we're here with mr pronto and we're gonna jump right into our first question so mr pronto as a young adult what kind of heartache have you experienced in um your past relationships or maybe even with your future or with your current spouse right now
2: well uh honestly i don't think i've had a ton of heartache in my relationship endeavors and that's simply because i didn't have lots of relationship endeavors (laughs) um you know i'm kind of in a unique situation where i dated my wife and then we broke up and then we dated again and we got married and in that interim time i actually didn't date anyone else because i was busy with school and so i don't think i actually endured a lot of i think heartbreak in the way that most people do where they you know, want to be in a relationship with someone, but they're, it's not reciprocated or something right. like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it sucks to be, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm sure it's terrible. To, it's unrequited love, like love for someone who doesn't share the same feelings for you. I'm sure it's horrible, and I'm just very thankful I haven't had to deal with it. So, yeah, that uh, that's my uh, response, I guess, to that question. Got it.
1: So do you think that certain um, boundaries that you set with your wife now helped you like just save yourself from different like hard things that could have gone on in your relationship even though you guys ended up together like there had to have still been boundaries or yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think the biggest problem in a relationship, the majority of problems in relationships come because of a lack of communication And so, you know, in my relationship with my wife both times, we actually talked about boundaries at the beginning of the relationship. Um, And especially when it comes to, like, physical boundaries, like, unless you say what you won't do, like, basically you're assuming that everything's fine. And so, in one sense, being very clear and not leaving anything up to chance and not leaving anything up to, like, the spur of the moment, um, but clarifying at the beginning, being like, you know... I care about you and I care about our relationship. And because of that, I want to make sure that we are very clear about what is um, expected in this relationship. Right. Um, and so I wanted my wife to know that, um, you know, I cared about her um, being obedient to the Lord more than, you know, any desire that I had physically for her. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's actually a, a great way that um, both people can encourage one another in Christ by being very clear about the boundaries. That, yeah, communication is the best thing. And the the sooner you get into the practice of learning how to communicate well with a significant other, it's really important, so.
0: So I guess what you said about being committed to your faith in the Lord can go into the next question about um, when you began dating your wife now, did you have a strong faith in God or did that grow in that period of time?
2: Um, I think that, you, you know, you're, you're always growing in your faith. And so, you know, I wanted to have a strong relationship with the Lord. And so whether or not, I think wanting to have a strong relationship with the Lord, in one sense, is almost the same thing as having a strong relationship with the Lord. You know, because it's the desire for that um, that is actually going to motivate you to strive in that direction and so um you know i think that for me i knew that i wanted the relationship to actually work i I wanted the relationship to go somewhere in a serious way um which meant marriage um so yeah i think having um a strong relationship or desiring a strong relationship with the lord was important in us clarifying what we were going to do and what we weren't going to do in our relationship at that time.
0: Yeah. So right now as Mercy and I are thinking of potentially dating people in the future going off to college too which is a big place where we could possibly meet people or a future spouse what are things that you would give us to practically just remain pure in our emotions and in our physical relationship?
2: Um I mean, in one sense, if you get your priorities straight, <laughs> like everything will work itself out. I think my advice for you would be to pursue the Lord. And if you are doing that, like you will be attractive to godly men. And like, they, they will pursue you. And that doesn't mean, you know, you can't pursue a guy if you think he's godly and awesome, that's great too. But if you're, you know, pursuing the Lord, Like, and and trusting yourself to Him, you know, basically everything will work itself out. My wife and I had three years apart and I was okay being single for that time, but it was still complicated. Like, I, you know, and so I think that, yeah, pursuing the Lord, trusting Him, being wise about situations that you're putting yourself into. And then also, um, you know, when you do find yourself in a relationship with someone, like, who's a Christian, hopefully, um, that you can be clear with one another about your expectations and your boundaries. The covenant of marriage, I think, is really important because you're saving it for um, someone else who you're going to give everything to, not just your body, but your emotions, your desires, your passions, your like goals for life in general. Um, so, yeah, that would be my encouragement encouragement. Pursue the Lord and trust him.
1: Well, thank you, Mr. Pronto.
0: So next we will be interviewing Mrs. Friday on how she's taken practical steps to avoid heartache. So the first question would be, When you were young, what kind of heartache did you experience in um, any of your relationships?
3: I think for me, um, especially my younger years, like being an early teenager, like age 14 or something like that, i think i just really wanted to be in a relationship in general and i didn't care who it was with (laughs) so i think that set me up for heartache because i would have a crush on like anybody (laughs) and then if they didn't like me back then i'd feel just so rejected and i think i just took it so personally as far as my identity and my value and all of that so um i think just learning from that and then really looking up to my oldest sister who was very very picky and would not date anybody even people that asked her out i think i i realized you can have like higher standards and that can kind of already help you to avoid heartache because you have this expectation you don't put yourself out there to anybody who who says hi to you you know so that kind of helps
1: So before you were married, were there boundaries that you set up for yourself
3: in dating? For me, um, I think because I had some friends, especially like sophomore and junior year of high school, I had some friends who jumped headfirst into really dating relationships, like to the point of they had planned their wedding and they had already like dreamed out their, like not with the guy, like just, you know, in their head, they'd like. We're all in, like, oh my gosh, I love him so much, and just we're gonna have these many kids, and like, they were just—it was just really unhealthy. And I, I saw time after time how those relationships would end, and they would be devastated. And it wasn't just losing the present relationship, but it was losing all these hopes and plans for the future too. Um, so I know for me, that was a really big thing when I started dating my my husband. I was gonna say my current husband, but I started <laughs> dating my husband, Josh. Um for me, that was a big thing when we the second time we started dating, I was seventeen, and that was a boundary I really wanted to set was like we're not gonna talk about marriage, we're not gonna talk, of course, like I was intentionally dating, thinking one day we'd get married, but I didn't want to have this whole thing where we planned it out and jumped in because I was only seventeen, and so I wanted to to really guard my heart in that way and just um I guess not get ahead of myself and just kind of take calculated decisions as we grew closer as a couple, I guess, if that makes sense. So, like, if uh, we'd spend a lot of time hanging out with my family, for example, and we really, we almost were, like, friends, um, but we had feelings for each other as well. And I think not spending too much time, um, yeah, like, planning for the future together, if that makes sense, at that stage. I think that was healthy for me because... Um, I can tend to be a dreamer, and I can tend to let my my dreams get away from me. And so I think that kind of helps keep me in check. And then, you know, a couple years later, when we were at that stage, then, of course, we talked about it. It took us a lot longer than probably most couples <laughs> to get there, but yeah.
0: So um, when you mentioned your parents, did they help you set any of these boundaries and impact your dating life? Uh, yeah, so I'm the third of... Four
3: girls, So my dad was very protective with us with dating. Um, And actually, like, in middle school, I had, like, a little boyfriend, but we didn't... I mean, you know how it is. Middle school dating is so stupid. Like, you don't go anywhere. Like, your parents... We weren't even allowed to, like, go anywhere. Just the two of us. So we would just be with a group of friends, basically. But um, in high school, my dad wasn't necessarily against dating, but he was very much like, you can hang out with your group of friends or, like... In this case, like, Josh was—we went to youth group together, so we saw each their in youth group. But that was it. We didn't really do one-on-one dating until maybe senior year or something like that. Um, but in those cases, I think my parents had really strict physical boundaries for us. Like, um, he had to—like, we hung out a lot at our house. Um, we would hang out at Josh's family's house, but he had a lot of, like, dysfunction in his family, so that wasn't really— an option but like yeah if we went somewhere we always went to like public places and that was something we set up for ourselves as well um like we'd go get coffee or go for a walk at a park or things like that but yeah if we if we came home and Josh was dropping me off and we were sitting in the driveway too long my dad would come out on the porch or he'd flick the lights on and off on the porch (laughs) and he was so embarrassing um but yeah he just made these like clear expectations, I think, in more of a physical way. I don't think my parents were so strict with like, oh, don't talk about marriage or things like that. Um, But I think they also recognize that heartache is part of life sometimes and that you can always grow from it. And I think... Having two older sisters for me, I could see that too. I could see that dynamic of my oldest sister, who was really cautious, like almost overly cautious. I feel she didn't even have like go on an actual date until she was probably 25. Like, she would go to like I think she went to one coffee with somebody, but she had such high standards, it was almost like I, I don't know, maybe unrealistic. <laughs> and then my second sister, who would date anybody and just kind of was a, a little bit more wild. Um, So I kind of was trying to find this happy medium between the two of knowing, like, hey, if I go to coffee with someone, I'm not marrying them. Like, um, it's not as serious. So, um, yeah, just setting myself up to get to know the person and not necessarily put my heart out there right away. So I know you said that you
1: met... your husband at youth group, did you have a strong faith in God when you started dating and was this able to help you, um, in your relationship?
3: Yeah. So I, um, definitely, I mean, with our relationship with Jesus, we always grow closer to him. Hopefully that's the goal, right? Um, so when I first started dating Josh, we, I was 15, which is so crazy to me. I would say definitely had a relationship with God, but you know, later when we dated when I was 17 and then we broke up again and dated again when I was like, I don't know, 20 or 19. But, um, those times I think I had an even closer relationship with God and just looking back at that, um, I think that definitely influenced how we pursued each other and how we entered into our relationship. Um, we always made sure that we, like talked openly about things and I think just knowing that Josh was such a man of God it was really helpful for me because I knew when he would say something or agree or he would set a you know a precedent or he would have a discussion I knew he wasn't just saying that because he's like knowing it's what I want to hear it was very helpful to know his heart and let he genuinely was leading in our relationship in a spiritual way I think that was kind of cool.
0: So, as Mercy and I are being teenage, we're teenagers right now, thinking of dating or um, going into college, possibly meeting someone. What would be um, the number one thing that you would suggest us do to remain pure or just hold back so we don't get hurt? Um,
3: I would say know what you're looking for in a future spouse. And I think I used to be really big about, like, making a list. Have you guys ever done this? Like, you make a... <laughs> okay. I used to be really big about, like, make a list of every little detail. And that's not bad. Um, I I did realize when I was, like, 20 dating Josh, He there were some things that were so petty and dumb that were on my list that I was like, okay, are those really, like... Deal, deal breakers if that makes sense so but it's good you know it's good to dream and, and have standards but I would say have a very strong standard as far as with with their spiritual walk with Christ I think that is non-negotiable and um, and seeing that and how it plays out and how they interact with their family how do they interact with their friends or um, their co-workers or you know just in different areas what is that really looking like and not just with the two of you because that's important too but Um, just, you know, are they living out their faith and things like that? So I think having those standards ahead of time is really helpful. Um, and then I'd also say like just getting to know, especially if it's somebody you don't know very well, getting to them as a friend first. Um, and I think there's in our culture, a tendency to like just date. We, we, we're really big into dating culture. So it's like when you guys get to college, you know, a guy will ask you, Hey, let's go on a date. Like, and I think whatever you want to call it, you could be like, yeah, let's go hang out. I mean call it what you want but I think just getting to know each other before you jump in emotionally and think he's my boyfriend we're going to get married you know and if he calls it let's go out for coffee let's go on a date And but if you just have set it up in your head in your heart like I'm getting to know him it, you know we're going to become friends and then kind of have that foundation from there um, I do think this was something I struggled with a lot actually when we first got married was I thought that you know, when you first start dating someone or you're in that relationship, you have like the butterflies in your stomach and you just like head over heels for them. And I think realizing that that fades away, that that's not going to always be there. Of course, your love deepens in a very different way in marriage, but that fades away. So I think that foundation of friendships is really important because like for me and Josh, there's times where like, I don't have the butterflies, but I know that we have such a really great, solid relationship and we have fun together. And I still would rather be I'd spend time with him over anybody else, you know? So I think that's a good foundation.
1: Thank you, Mr. Pronto and Mrs. Friday, for your insight on how to save yourself from heartache by setting healthy boundaries. See you again next week on Saving Yourself from Heartache.